Welcome to another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from MidAmerica RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Happy Friday the 13th. Yeah, Friday. The big guy is already nervous. I mean, just what a star. What a star. And I can't even spell the word awesome because, like, you know. Ask me. Great. (laughs) Trying to do an AMA in the chat. This is awesome over here. Uh, We appreciate all of you guys joining us today live in the call-in app. That's where we are every weekday starting at 10 a.m. Central Time. As long as Big Country doesn't have to take a poop before the show, then we get in here about (laughs) 10.02. It was just a quick old pee. Trying to make it sound like something it's not. You know, I'll just wait till we're in the middle of the show, and you're about to die down on a point to, like, transfer uh-huh. back to me, and then I'll just, like, get up and go pee. I've only had to do that, like, four times. Four <laughs> times. Uh, we do appreciate you guys joining us in the chat today. We're going to get to some of that NFL scheduling, a little bit of NBA talk, and also do our Five for Friday with the backup quarterback edition today. But it is Friday the 13th. Yeah. I didn't realize this until, like, this week like Wednesday, that we were going to get a Friday the 13th. I didn't know until yesterday when you brought it up at like the end of the show, I think, uh-huh. is when it hit me. I was like, awesome. Yeah, I'm going on a little weekend trip with uh, the kids this weekend, and I booked the hotel. I was like, oof, Friday <laughs> the 13th. And yeah. apparently there were a lot of other people who realized it too. There's so many people in the chat today. And again, that's why you have to get the show Live at 10 a.m. if you can. Uh, just stop by one of these times. I know we have a lot of people that still listen on Apple and Spotify. We appreciate them, too. But really, getting uh, getting involved with the chat, I think, is one of the greatest features in podcasting history. And you get it right here in the call-in app. Uh, I did want to start with, are you superstitious at all? Like the Friday the 13th, it, does it bother you? Even though we all know the answer. <laughs> it does a little bit. But, like... To be honest, what worries me the most is like if one if like one bad thing happens today, I know there's going to be two more that follows it throughout the weekend. The bad things happen in threes. Oh, I'm like, why? Like that's the, the most <laughs> negative thing I've ever heard. You <laughs> yeah. Say. Okay. Yeah. The bad things happen. So if something happens today, it's like, well, where's the next two dominoes? Does a wardrobe malfunction malfunction count as? The first bad thing? No, because that's just more of just like a stressor, like that someone would put on themselves. Okay. Yeah. What about like walking under ladders? Do you do that? Uh, no, actually, I have. I did it once as a kid, but like I got in trouble just because it was like the unsafe thing. I never realized that was a bad. Lo- Is that a bad luck thing? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep, walking under a ladder is supposed to be bad luck. What if you put like? Because there's some people that put the ladders, you know, on like those cargo bin things or whatnot, like above. Their vehicles in the garage, is that just a lot of bad luck? Or does it have to be a stand? If you walk underneath a standing ladder. I think it has to be like a standing ladder. Okay. Is the way that it it works. Or broken mirrors. Broken mirrors freak me out. Seven years of bad luck. Seven years? Seven years of bad luck if you break a mirror. Like within your house or if like while you're throwing it away? Any. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know this one. No. I, I, like I knew if you broke it in, I, Excuse me, I'm studying on my words. So I guess I'm kind of nervous about it. I don't know if it was just in general. I mean, there's been a couple of mirrors when I was a kid. I was like, man, look at that mirror over there sitting next to a trash can. I'm throwing a rock at it. I hate that motherfucker. So, I mean. I was over there screaming, Brett Favre, touchdown. How many, how many years of bad luck do you think you have now? Hopefully it's over with now because things seem to be going swell. New to the chat today, Jonas's imaginary friend says, uh, hoodies in May are bad luck. Yikes. Did I wear any hoodies in May? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's May 13th. We're 13 days into it. Yeah. In yeah, the last two weeks, have you worn a hoodie? Yes. I haven't this last, this past week. Yeah, it's last been 90 week. degrees. I definitely did last, I definitely did last week because it rained all week. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's a tough look. Yeah. I'm not very superstitious. At all? Not really. I'm like a, an upside down cross, those freak me out. That's not, I don't think that's a superstition thing, is it? 
think so. Like also, the same thing with like if a horseshoe noted. falls over. <laughs> oh man. See, this is the thing You're with these super. Monday, and there's going to be like 666 upside-down. <laughs> <laughs> like, please like, don't. from the ceiling. <laughs> that would be creepy. Like, please don't, though, because I'm not going to come in the office. Right. I won't. I would never. Uh, yeah, so upside-down crosses, that, that creeps you out, that scares you. That's not really a superstition thing, though. It's more of like if I've seen them be upright before, and then they go upside-down. I think that's in one of the Conjuring movies or like the Nun movie or whatnot. With the yeah. Nun where there's like the cross on the wall and then like it turns upside down and that freaking scary ass bitch comes through the wall or something. I think, yeah, that, that's been like a thing in scary movies. The previews to the movie Nun itself had me dropping an F-bomb in the movie theater. I went to go see a Marvel movie and they played that preview and when they're like the normal Nun is walking just through like the hallway and then she looks over and the Nun comes to the screen, I screamed the F-word. I was like, I'm here to see Avengers. In the preview? Oh, not like, get yeah, scared. The trailers? Yeah. You've you've been to a scary movie with me before. You know how I handle it. I don't get scared, but I react. You are a very, very reactive person. It kind of surprised me. I'm more of like I'm not going to look. Like I know what's coming. I'm not going to pay attention to it. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and put my head down, just give a little oh, damn it, and then kind of keep moving on with the movie. Mm-hmm. But today being Friday the 13th, I hope it goes smoothly. Just want a nice, smooth day. It's supposed to rain here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. I got a present for you. Yeah? It's a game. Okay. You have to play it with two people, though. I'm not doing a Ouija board, I'll tell you that. I got you one. Do you have a fucking Ouija board in here? <laughs> You're freaking lying to me right now. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, You're man. really scared that I do. <laughs> I was looking for an exit plan. <laughs> when you turned your head around, I was like, okay, door's over there. I can get over the desk. <laughs> no, I saw Natty Light do one this morning. It was like a Ouija board of like predicting the future and stuff. I want to win one of them coolers. Uh, that's what I'm predicting. I didn't. Will I? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I like to play the Ouija board online. See, that I think was fun. Like, that one I kind of got behind because I was like, mm, it's like, whatever. Because, like, the evil spirits don't have an internet connection, right? There's no way they do, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is there anything else you're superstitious about? I'm not superstitious. I, I'm a big karma guy, though. Yeah. I don't know if that counts. I, I feel like they're cousins to one another, superstitions and karma. But I, I'm a big karma guy. I'm not a big religion guy, but I am a big karma guy. Which yeah. kind of, like, even might go hand in hand. <laughs> I think a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, you can make that argument for sure. I'm also not like a – I don't know definitively anything. So I'm like, whatever you want to believe, that's cool. Yeah. It's on you. You want to believe absolutely nothing? Awesome. My mom used to say when we were little, she's like, hey, I have no I have no idea what religion is the right one. Just kind of hope we picked the right one. And it was just like, oh, cool. So we might spend our whole time praising this and then just be like, wrong Sorry, Mama was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, honey. Yeah, whoops, whoops, a daisy. Uh, we did also get the NFL schedule release last night. Finally, um, I don't know. Maybe drop it in the chat if you actually watched it. I did not, nor do I ever plan to. But I'm glad <laughs> that we finally got the official release. There were so many like rumors and just leaks floating around yesterday that I I couldn't keep up with any of it. Yeah, even, you know, like, obviously, you and I are Chiefs fans. I'd seen rumors and leaks of, like, oh, Houston, week one is what it's going to be. Nope, it's not. It's the Cardinals, actually. Um, And then other, you know, fan bases trying to piece it together. I saw a couple different Jets tweets about, like, I've got week eight. Like, who's got week seven? Here's week nine and 12, like, piecing it together. Mm -hmm. It's McDonald's Monopoly. And now we officially get it. I do think there are some really cool primetime games. Maybe I'm just a thief of joy again. I didn't think there were that many like great games. No, like there's some to be excited about, but at the same time, there's just I feel like there's question marks with some of these teams. So it's okay, cool. This matchup would have been a good one last year, but heading into this next season, still kind of unsure what some of these teams are going to be. Sorry, if you saw me smirking there while you were talking about that and got a little confused, Bryce goes, one of these days, BC is going to get tired of the teasing. He's going to bring in a massive bird to mess with Mello. And I just started thinking about the idea of bringing in, like, six bird cages behind me and just having, like, all these birds. And you walk in, it's just like, what the fuck are you doing with those? 
I mean, you'd have to clean up the mess. They're going to shit everywhere. Oh, they're in their cages. Oh, then I'm fine. What if I just was just like, open the cage? Yeah, then I'm leaving, and you're going to have to clean up all that shit <laughs> and also try to trap a bird into a cage. Good luck. It's going to land right on my finger, oh, and I put it right Cinderella back in. Cinderella again, huh? Yeah. Cinderella, Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would. I would actually. I might hang around to watch you try to get the bird. You would have a heart attack if the bird flew at you. Eh, we'll see. Try, <laughs> try it. No, you're gonna fucking kill. Is what you're gonna do. You're gonna knock that shit out of the no, air. No, I'm gonna watch you get incredibly frustrated, hot and angry, <laughs> and just sit back and not help you at all while this bird is flying all over. And I, I think everybody, everybody acts tough. Around birds, until there's one around. Have you ever seen a bird in a building, in a house? Not a Walmart or a Home Depot, like in a small, confined room. They panic. Yeah, and they're a lot faster than you'd think they are. (laughs) And they're flying just out of control. I want to see, I would watch you handle that from a cracked door (laughs) or possibly window. (laughs) Yeah, open up the blinds. (laughs) <laughs> just uh-huh. look, kid. Yeah. Like, oh, there he goes. He went right by him again. <laughs> I'm yeah. safe out here. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So I say try it. All right. Again, I'm not cleaning up any of the feathers or bird shit. That's fine. Also, I would like to see you try to capture this bird first. Oh, I'm going to a pet store, my guy. Oh, so you're going to get, like, what, a little duck? No, I'm going to get, like, parakeet? the multicolored bird. Don't they, yeah. like, clip their wings so they can't fly? I'm going to get the unclipped wings. <laughs> yeah, go for it. This is a free Roman parakeet. Have you seen Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> <laughs> Fixed your bird for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these NFL games, though, Bills Rams Week One on Thursday Night Football to open up the season. That's going to be a good one. I'm excited about that one. Uh, Bucks Cowboys is pretty good. Yeah, I'm not like super excited about it, but like it's it's a good primetime game. And then Broncos Seahawks. I don't give a shit about that game. <laughs> I don't either. Like, I'm honestly. sorry. Like, it's cool. Russell Wilson going back to Seattle or whatever. Seattle's terrible. That's not going to be. They're going to get their ass kicked. Yeah. Like, it's going to be like, okay, cool. There's a quarterback that we just lost. Mm-hmm. Also, why would the NFL start the year with that? Like, that needs to be like a mid-season type of game. <laughs> yeah. Or even just not on the schedule. I don't know. Is that maybe that's yeah. part of the rotation? AFC West versus NFC West. Yeah, they are playing them this, this year. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's it, but I'm I'm really not super excited. But there were a couple that I did see and wanted to bring up. The Chiefs versus Buccaneers, that's one that we've known about. That's going to be Sunday Night Football in Week 4. That one I think is going to be really good. Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady, two of the greatest quarterbacks playing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rams-Packers, Monday Night Football, Week 15. That's going to be a good one. Might be, might be pretty cold. See what old Matty Stafford can do back in Green Bay again in that cold weather. That's going to be a good one. Uh, Chiefs Broncos was a game that I looked at. I specifically wanted to see when they play. I think that's going to be one of the best matchups all year. You get Chiefs at Broncos Sunday Night Football Week 14. Maybe Especially that at that point cold. of the season. Say what? Especially at that point of the season, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, Bills Bengals was another one that I looked at, and I'm excited about. But also, I want to see how good the Bengals are this year. I I don't know if I'm believing in them quite yet. We'll see, though. Uh, You're going to get that one in Week 17. And then Packers at Bills in Week 8. That'll be another exciting matchup. Those were some of my favorite ones that I saw. Are you kind of concerned with how good the Packers might be? I mean, really, the only receiver they're bringing back that had a true impact last year was Alan Lazard and Robert Tunyon, the tight end, and then the running back duo. Like, you lost MVS. You lost Devontae Adams. I think they'll still be good, but I don't know that – Kind of like the Chiefs, I don't know if they got better this year. They yeah. got younger, and I, I think that they might be more prepared for their future. I don't know if those two teams got better in the offseason. I think they're still going to be very good. But I, if I were a Packers fan, or I am a Chiefs fan, I'd be pumping the brakes a little bit on the, the hype. And like for the Packers, you've made it to, what, a couple NFC title games? You haven't made it to the Super Bowl in a while? Mm-hmm. Do you feel better now without Devontae Adams? Because I can't imagine you do. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking too. Like as much as we say, you know, how good would the Bengals be this year? How good will the Packers be? Like there yeah. kind of, there was yeah. a little bit of turnover there, especially on the offensive side of the ball for them. Yeah, and what are you getting out of Rodgers? Uh, eventually, 
guys will be bad or they will retire, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think that is a narrative to watch. I know he was, he's was he been great the last two years, but he, he could have a down year, especially yeah. without Devontae Adams there. And, I mean, Christian Watson, people are excited about that. I had it on a post note. I have now thrown it in the trash. Christian Watson, no matter what, for the Chiefs. But it's like Aaron Rodgers isn't, you know, easy on these young receivers. He's been very vocal about it before. I think it was when uh, MVS was a rookie, like, he was just laying into him in practice. It was like, hey, this guy is just not picking up the playbook quick enough. Like, this is not okay. People are looking at Rodgers like, wow, this guy's a fucking dick. And now it's to a point where it's like, okay, let's get him a rookie receiver here in the second round. Still not the first round. And you're just wanting this guy to come in and just be an immediate impact for the Packers. I do kind of question a little bit, though. But my, the games that I thought would be the most interesting this season, to start out the year, week one, Bucks first Cowboys, Sunday Night Football in Dallas this year, I think that can be a lot of fun. I mean, the Cowboys almost had it one last year in Tampa Bay, and then Tom Brady just pulled the old Tom Brady and comes back and gets to the W. Then to go all the way to the end of the year, Chargers versus Rams, the Battle of L.A.s, I think that could be a lot of fun to kind of end the season. Hopefully these guys are in contention for playoffs, so it's not as just kind of a dull game, especially with that being the last week of the season. And then the Bengals and Browns in Week 8, that is a Halloween matchup. That is a Monday night football primetime game. Bengals versus Browns. I think that one could be a lot of fun, especially you got the two orange teams for Halloween. <laughs> Hell's yeah! <laughs> yeah. I tied all that together last time. I was like, I was like, oh shit! The Browns are an interesting one. When I was looking through the schedule this morning, I'm like, ooh, this could be a really good matchup if Deshaun Watson's playing. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of why I left him off my list because it's like if he's not playing, then I don't really care about the Browns. When do we officially hear anything? I think he's on supposed that? to do. Is he in court again today? I have no idea. I haven't been paying attention to it honestly. Like mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard much about it, so it's just I don't even know where to go to look. Just to be frank. And the next up, the game that I thought would be interesting is the Thursday night football matchup between the Chiefs and Chargers, Week Two. That's the first prime time video game as well. Um, so that can be fun. I think it's going to be a good game. But it's going to be a rough start to the season for for the Chiefs. I mean, you're going uh, to Arizona, and then you come home on a Thursday night game against the Chargers. There's a big possibility Kansas City starts the year 0-2. Yeah. Chiefs are going to have a very tough schedule this year. And, you know, there's a couple other teams, too, not just the Chiefs, that are really going to be tested. Who is, I think the Rams have a, like an incredibly hard – yeah, Rams have the hardest – Strength of schedule based off last year's wins. Mm-hmm. Last year's uh, wins. I I think they could be in for a tough season. They're still a very good team. Number two strength of schedule team is the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, that I think that's going to be bad. That's one that I would watch for. Like that might not be good. A lot of people like the Cardinals. Kyler Murray coming into another year. I don't know though. I think they could lose a lot of games. I mean, especially with. The thing is going to be, though, is what Kyler are we getting? Are we getting Kyler on a mission to earn that contract that he wants? You know, I think it would have been rumored after the $300 million mark. It's like, is he playing up to that level? Because Kyler Murray does start the season hot. Same thing with Russell Wilson. They start the season hot, and then you get back to that week 8, 9, 10 mark, things kind of start to fall apart. This is also Kyler Murray without DeAndre Hopkins to start the year. You do have Hollywood Brown, which is interesting, but you're going to have to build that relationship. You do have Zach Ertz as well. How is Kyler Murray without a reliable target game in and game out like DeAndre Hopkins, especially since he's missing, what, the first six weeks of the season? Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how they are, especially, like you said, second tough – oh, my God, the second toughest schedule in the league. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple other ones. The Bengals are at third. That's kind of why what led to my whole let's see how they do thing. Um, you're not sneaking up on anybody with the Bengals this year. Yeah. And now people know. I think last year you maybe caught people off guard and were able to get some easier wins. I'm not saying they're a bad team. They made it to the Super Bowl. They deserve that spot. But now you do have that target on your back of everyone knows you made it to the Super Bowl. And I do think that that could be tough. And we'll see. I, I'm i a little hesitant to believe in them being such a good team. But I've, I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. But it is something to just kind of watch for, I think. And strength of schedule, it's no joke. It definitely plays a role in what these guys are doing. For sure. I'm laughing because we have the imaginary friend and the actual friend. <laughs> 
here in the chat. So it's like a little double whammy on the old Jonas action here. <laughs> Everything you said, I'm going to be honest with you. I might have missed it. And um, you thought that it was me doing all this. I, I feel like that you thought that um, I had like coordinated something this morning. I asked you if you were nervous about Friday the 13th. And you're like, yeah, I feel like you just have something in store. Yeah. I don't. You don't at all? Huh? No, I have okay, no that's idea. Okay, that's good. That's like, good. If that's your answer right now and you're telling me no, I'm good the rest of the day. Dead serious, I was expecting Matt to be in that back room when he started the show. <laughs> and then at some point, he was just going to come out and scare me. You go. You went back there, though. I have not. Oh, you haven't? Nope. Oh, so you haven't seen what's back there today. <laughs> okay. It'll Very nice. If there was something that came and grabbed me right now, I think I would probably start crying. Like, that would just be my reaction. Like, when you <laughs> hit in my car and then grabbed me. Oh, that's the scariest you've ever been. <laughs> oh, 100. I thought I was dead. I thought the last thing I was going to hear in my life was my own scream. <laughs> uh, that was that uncontrollable <laughs> I'm, I'm getting chills thinking about it right what now because that like, scared the shit out of me. We were all leaving the office one day, and you, like, forgot something. So you unlocked your car and then had to run back inside. Uh-huh. As soon as I heard that door unlock and you walked back inside, I knew what I had to do. I jumped in your back seat where you have kind of tinted windows. They're not as dark yeah. as mine, uh, but they cost more. And I hid in your back seat. And as soon as you got in your car, like I let you sit there for a second and like get comfortable and then grabbed you from the back seat. I, you almost died. I, I thought mean, it I was, was your die. scream that got me. Like, and the <laughs> fact that you grabbed my arms and I went to move my arms and they didn't. Like, I don't know if it's because my body froze up or is it because of the way you grabbed me. But like, I couldn't get my arms to move, and I was like, "This is it." I also hate when people say like, "Oh, guys, don't have to worry about like getting in their cars and either like looking and see if anything's in the back seat or like walking by themselves or whatnot." Bullshit. I'm still fucking scared of that crap. You never know what cracked out son of a gun. It's just going to come up and feel like they're freaking battle tested. I ain't ready for that smoke. You guys are like, why don't you walk to the office? Because i got to walk past fucking six blocks of homeless people that now have bicycles because the city decided to do some freaking program for them so they all have two wheels. Awesome. <laughs> well, there is something going on that we noticed yesterday. And they have nice bikes. Why don't we yeah. do that for people who just want a bike? It's a huffy. Yeah. I mean, what are, how much are they checking? We don't know. Maybe you could. Well, then I'd have to walk into the place, and it's just like... Then maybe it's, yeah, a free bike program that the homeless shelters are just taking advantage of. It's a grant or something. <laughs> but, yeah, know. it's just like that stuff freaks me out. And then it's just, now my friend's hiding in the back of my car and grabbing me. I'm spooked. So you can't walk to work because I scared you one time? <laughs> no, it's just like what homeless persons get to come... Like, it's also just like all the little alleyways that you kind of have to pass. And the last time I did walk to the office, I looked down an alleyway, and there was a homeless dude just taking a crap. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, all right, cool. Here's a great start to the morning. It's Wednesday. Yeah. I, I also – I check my back seat all the time. Usually, like – That was – honestly, that's probably the one time I didn't do it. Because when I walked back out of the building, people were like, well, how did you get in the back of his car and you not notice? Because I looked over at your truck, and I thought I saw you still sitting in there. But I think it was just the way the glare was that it, it was just your seat, and I thought it was your shoulder. Wrong. It was me. I'm very sneaky for a big guy. Like, it is terrifying how sneaky you are. Like, <laughs> zero, zero noise walking across the office. I will have my head down on my phone scrolling Twitter, and he will somehow make his way over, get up out of his chair, tiptoe, I don't even know how he walks over here, and will stand directly in front of me. And then when I look up, he's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Give a quick GD, put my phone down, try and catch my breath. Say, I don't know, That's man. That's going to keep you out of heaven. And Jonas, probably. Matt also has a really good point. Austin, you picked up homeless people and given them a ride into town. Oh, God, yeah. You put a homeless person in your car. It was freezing outside, <laughs> and we were like 10 minutes well, out of town. You walk to work because of the homeless people. But this you was put a, one in your I vehicle. was in complete control of that situation. If I am walking and three homeless people come by on a bike... I can only get so far, dude. <laughs> You're like the stepbrother's version with the kids, but with homeless people. <laughs> it's a possibility. These Someone bastards are crazy. get on the internet and put big country face <laughs> over Will Ferrell's where he's getting his ass kicked by those little kids, 
but it's homeless people. <laughs> I wish I had Tom Brady's money so I could employ someone to make that video for me. And I'm not good enough to do it my own, on my own. <laughs> that is you. <laughs> what time is it? Four, four, four thirty-seven. We're gonna have to take the long way to work. <laughs> There's just this kid. He's Chris Cardocki. I walk past guy. that freaking little gas station right there. <laughs> Kick my ass! You make me lick white dog shit again. <laughs> That's why I can't walk to work. Ugh. We do have a little bit of a homeless problem. A little bit. Joplin, <laughs> and we also have a little bit of a meth problem. And uh, surprise, surprise, those two worlds collide pretty often. <laughs> What? The meth and the homeless population. Oh, yeah. I saw a lady last night just sitting there chewing the air. Chewing like, the air. Just sitting there eating it. Like, there was just, she had a big old hot dog in her hand just eating. And I was just like, that's freaking terrifying. It was like looking at a zombie right here. That's when I had to come back into the office last night and then I left again. Sitting right there. At the, it was the only light on this street, and that's what creeped me out. Our, our office does get a little creepy at night. Yeah. I was also worried that you guys had come here and was waiting for me to finish up. And then when I came outside, you guys were going to spook me. So how long have you been scared? <laughs> how long have you been scared? Every day of my life. <laughs> this is the great part, too, is when I have nothing planned, you've been freaked out for days. Well, it was it's the like possibility. Jim like has when to I... walk to his, his car, and you think Dwight has something There's planned. There's all the snowman or He's the snowman or whatnot. Out, and then it's just like nothing. <laughs> Well, that was the thing is because, like, when it's night here, like, you know, there's no other buildings around us that are open. So when the lights are in the office, it's like, as soon as the lights turn off, it's like, okay, hey, we know he's done. Let's go get him. So I was like, I turned the lights off, and I was like, all right. It was fine. It was a split-second thought of walking out. I was like, if someone jumps around this corner to scare me, they are getting punched. I'm not waiting for the, ooh, let's make sure it's my friend, and then be like, okay, cool. And you guys are like, oh, man, he was so scared. Like, he's just going to run. If someone jumps around that fucking building at night while I'm walking out, I'm sorry, you're getting punched. What building? This building. <laughs> At night when I'm here by myself and I don't know anyone else is here. You're getting jacked. If you come at me, you're getting jacked. <laughs> you know I got to put it to the test. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking over here. I had no idea you were so scared this week. It's just... It all makes sense now, the 13th on a Friday. Ever, ever since what, yesterday morning you found out it was Friday the 13th? Yeah, uh, I got spooked, what was it, uh, last night too in my apartment. I thought I saw something. Why do I tell you this shit? You don't ask questions. I just spill everything. It's like you're a damn therapist. <laughs> when have you been scared? Oh, where do I start? <laughs> I don't Walked into my apartment last night. I thought something was standing in my bedroom. No, it was the shirt that I had hung up on my door. Mm -hmm. But I had my door kind of closed. When I walked in, I was like, who's there? <sighs> that's two nights in a row that's happened. I was going to say that. Shoebox and a shirt. Damn it. Maybe clean up a little bit. Doing it to my... Yeah, no joke. <laughs> I haven't even broke out the screen mask in a while. Yeah, I hid it from you. No, I found it. It was in the box of footballs. Nope, I hit it again. Oh, well, you just looked at it. <laughs> no, I looked to see if the box was over there with the footballs. I bet you're really good at I spy. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, I hit it. And then you look directly at <laughs> I spy something tan. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it's not in that box that's right next to <laughs> It's not. You're <laughs> terrible. Don't look at it. Don't look in that box. Uh, what's not terrible is Roper Kia. Hop in there, look at their inventory, check it out online. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Miked Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Definitely check it out. Um, I hate going and talking to car salesmen. Sorry if any of you do that. Most of them, pretty scummy. Don't have to worry about that. At Roper Kia. And again, mention us at Mike'd Up. They're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Yeah, and Bryce in the chat says, if only there was a website with no reserve auctions and no hidden fees that could help me put myself in a position to protect myself. You said position. I did, because that's what he wrote. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, that was a big position. You idiot. <laughs> no, but Bryce, you're exactly correct. And that website is Gunspot. That does exist, and I appreciate it. There are no reserved auctions every single week. There's no hidden fees when you go to checkout, and you don't have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when danger could arise. Make sure you put yourself in a position to protect yourself, and you can do that again with Gunspot.com. Yeah, the crazy thing about Missouri, too, is like you don't even have to 
conceal your weapon. <laughs> yeah. You're just openly strapped up. <laughs> it's wild. I've been getting my hair cut before. And, like the guy next to me just has like pistol on his hip. Like, that happened. You don't have to hide that here. <laughs> I think that happened to me in Coles like a month and a half ago, and I was just like, dude, we're just shopping for shirts. Like, you're just yeah. out here, just like, bro, check it out. I right dare somebody to step to me. Yeah. Okay, man, just reaching across, you know, wanted to get that shirt easy. <laughs> right. Uh, we all we had some great NBA games last night. Uh, your Miami Heat advance. Uh, the game wasn't super exciting. The postgame presser was pretty cool. Uh, Joel Embiid having comments about James Harden saying, uh, you know, this is not the James Harden from Houston anymore. He's now more of a, uh, what did he say? Playmaker, a distributor type. Yeah, I wonder how that's going to go over with James Harden. That was exactly my thought. I did think I, I think I tweeted about it yesterday, but it was like, does James Harden does James Harden hear that and go, you know what? I kind of agree with him. I'm just not the same person I was in Houston. Or is it just, uh, wow, screw these guys. I want out of here. This is dumb. Sorry, yeah. no one else can step up and score or make any plays. Well, James, it's actually <laughs> it's your job, dude. You're supposed to be the other superstar. Mm-hmm. And then even, you know, Embiid saying, like, uh, at times uh, he could have been more aggressive and then kind of walked it back a little bit, like, oh, we all could have been more aggressive. But, I mean, even, like, James Harden last night didn't score any points in the second half. I think he had, like, two shot attempts in the second half. Mm-hmm. you got to get more out of him in that situation. And I don't know. I just don't understand what happened with him, if it's a mentality thing, if it's aging. Like, I, I don't know. But he was not good for the yeah. 76ers. I, I think we can look back at that trade. No one won. I thought it was going to be great for both teams. It was not. It was not good for either one of them. Yeah, I mean, you were the one that really sold me on the trade. Because, I mean, when we looked at the trade of Ben Simmons for James Harden, it was the fact that Philly would win it in a landslide. And now yeah. that we look at it, it's like, actually, man, that might have been just, maybe it was just bad for both teams. Because Ben Simmons, we didn't see Ben Simmons play at all. James Harden was just clearly not James Harden. And now when you look at the 76ers, it's the question again of, what's the problem? And everyone wants to point fingers at Doc Rivers. At some point, I was like, I don't think it can be the coach. Or is it the coach? I mean, how many times can the coach just say, all right, guys, come on, like this is what we need to do, this is how we got to play, and the players just don't respond to it? Is that on the coach, or is that just the players giving up? With Philly, I, I, Doc Rivers gets a lot of shit. With this one, I, I don't know what you're supposed to do with James Harden. Like, How are you supposed to motivate this dude to want to be James Harden from Houston again? Mm-hmm. I, I think that he just probably got his payday and is pretty happy with what he's doing now. I, I don't know. It's, it's very strange. I can't figure it out, honestly, because I'm not a James Harden fan, but I know he's very good, or at least he has been in the NBA before. And now with the 76ers, they've got a little bit of a dilemma on their hands, too. James Harden has a player option for next season for $47.5 million. That's, that's better than Tom Brady money. James Harden is due $47.5 million? Player option for $47.5 million. I would assume he's going to pick that up. 100%. Uh, if not, he can uh, sign with another team. For four years, twenty. Uh, sorry, the Seventy Sixers could sign him to a four-year, two hundred twenty-two million dollar extension on top of that player option, or he could sign a five-year, two hundred million dollar deal with another team. I don't know if, I don't know if James Harden is a max contract player right now. He's definitely not he's playing. playing like it, but there there probably would be a team that would pay him for that. Be like, hey, probably. get a whole off season to be here. Come hang out. The Lakers probably. <laughs> God, dude, they better not. Like for real, that'd be so bad for the Lakers. But it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like is it a possibility? Yeah, or like the Knicks. Like, man, we've never had a superstar. We will do it. We'll give you the max. Come yeah. to New York, and we have great strip clubs. You've spent some time in Brooklyn. Come over to Manhattan. It's nice here. Um, they could. It would not surprise me. I wouldn't do it. I just even talking to some. Uh, some guys while we were watching the games last night. I I don't know that you can't. I don't I don't know why you would sign James Harden to a max deal. And we float these max deals around so much. They're yeah. like you'll get all star level players like, oh Matt, max contract. 
And why? Maybe pump the brakes on some of these max contracts. Get you guys pretty close to, but not everybody should be getting them. And with James Harden, he feels old. I don't even know how old he is. But I think he's, he's in feels. his 30s, to be honest. Oh, I know. He's in, is he like mid-30s? Is he my age? He's, he's only 32. <laughs> I was going to guess 36. <laughs> Maybe it's the beard. Makes him look older. Also, little rant about his beard. Why the hell does his beard grow over his mouth? I don't think I've ever noticed that. The corners of his beard, or sorry, his his beard covers the corners of his mouth. Really? Yeah, just Google James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this man's face and his beard. Just Google him. Look him up. Yep, it's it's easy. They've got a lot of pictures of him. He's pretty famous out there. So I went to Google. I typed in James Harden. I went to images. It's the second picture that shows up. It's just his face. The beard creeps me out. It's not a good beard. He needs to trim it up. But it bothers me that it grows over his face. I don't know what 76 is going to do with him. Do you see it now? Yeah. Because the front of his mouth is fine, but it's the... Does he have a small mouth? It's got to be a tiny mouth. (laughs) Yeah, because when his mouth is closed, it's like... Mm -hmm. Huh. Huh. It almost looks like his beard just grows over his mouth and he just takes the clippers and just goes... Like right over his lips and it's like, we're good to go. Yeah. Like how do you go to your barber and trim it up and be like, hey, James, we still doing the same thing with your beard where, you know, part of your mouth is covered up? And James Harden says yes to that. There's another picture where he's like tucked in his lips or whatnot, and it is just all beard. Uh-huh. It's, it's a weird. Wow. I don't get it. I don't know what's happening. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, there are a couple where he's like doing something different with his mouth. <laughs> you can't even see it. Uh, that's another reason why I don't like James Harden. And, you know, even comments last night by Joel Embiid talking about Jimmy Butler and how, like, he misses playing with him and, like, respects Jimmy Butler and all this stuff. And Jimmy Butler even saying stuff about Joel Embiid. Embiid about to work his way to Miami? Hey. I Is he tired of Philly? That's what I was saying the other day. I was like, does Philadelphia have to just kind of blow it up at this point? It's just not working. Trust the process with Embiid. It's just not happening. I mean, they were a trade candidate for Harden before, right? Miami? Or Ben Simmons. Um, we were talking about, like, Bam out of Bayou, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. I believe you're right. I mean, they've got some dudes. I mean, if you start right there with that trade package, Bam... Tyler Hero, and then maybe some of the other guys that you have for Embiid every first-round pick for the next 30 years or whatever it is that the NBA does. And Would I don't know if you get rid of Bam out of bio, though, to get Embiid? Like, surely, right? Or is there a way you can keep both of them? No, nah, I don't think so. But they've got, the, they've got the, roster, the roster to do it. I don't know if Embiid would want to leave. Yeah, Philly. and the reason I ask about Bam Adebayo is because Miami drafted him, and so he's they've kind of watched him develop and become the player that he is in Miami mm-hmm. right there the whole time. But he's no Joel Embiid. He's definitely not, that is for sure. Yeah, he's really good. Not yet, anyways. Wink, wink. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not going to get there. <laughs> uh, also had the Dallas, the Mavericks forcing Game 7 against the Phoenix Suns. I didn't see that one coming. But I love it. And the Luka versus really just all of the Suns, all of them, the, the big one included, is, has been really fun to watch. I yeah. did not expect it. And I'm liking this Luka Doncic as the villain type. And even watching the game last night, I tell you, he had a bit of that Kobe mentality that I'm about to take over this game and you can't stop me. <laughs> like just the, you can see the look on his face where it's you thought you could stop me. Nope. And even him attacking the rim, I've never seen him dunk so many times in one game. And we were talking about him the other day where I kind of was criticizing him, saying, like, a lot of times during the regular season, he just needs to score. Like, you're right there at the basket. Don't worry about passing to an open three-point shooter. Just finish. Finish at the rim. Boy, did he last night. (laughs) I I loved it. And even some of his dunks and stuff, he, he almost did the Al Horford, like, yep, that's what you wanted? You wanted to test me? 
How'd that work out for you? This is what you get now. This is your fault. You and did I like this to the yourself. Suns too, but watching Luca go off like that, it was pretty special. And he's he has historically great playoff numbers. If you're the Phoenix Suns and you're sitting there as Chris Paul and Devin Booker, do you feel like you have fucked up by instigating this? Like, great. It's that old this, bulletin board material. This is our fault. We mocked him. We made fun of him. We said we weren't worried about it. Yep. The old Luca special with Devin looking on the floor, which I did think was yep. kind of funny. But at the same time, it's also with Luca trying to toss the ball to the ref, and he's got it up there, and Devin Booker just comes and grabs right. it out of his hand. That right there is like a big brother, little brother moment where it's like, all right, dude, I'm done playing games. Your ass is grass. Check the ball right now. I think and so then too. you just attack them and you slam it on them on the seven-and-a-half-foot goal, and you're like, okay, that's what you get for dicking around. That's exactly what's happening right now. That, that sounds like a familiar story for you. Very much so. What I was like, all right, dude, hey, I tried to play nice. We're trying to have fun. You're taking it too serious. You're getting a little cocky. Got to reset you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now you want to stop playing basketball? I'm sorry. I Yeah, I, I do think that Chris Paul and Devin Booker, I like both those guys. You ask for this, and now you're yeah. getting it. Now you yep. tested him, and it's not working out for you. I kind of find myself rooting for the Mavericks. I hope Luka goes off for like 45 in Game 7 and just dominate. But so far in the playoffs, he is, throughout his playoff career, he's averaging 32.5 points, over 9 rebounds, and 8.5 assists. Those this are is Luka's? Those are his playoff Holy numbers. smokes. I mean, I... He's kind of been doing it. He's kind of been going off. Now, I mean, if he advances again to another round, he's another guy that's kind of making a name for himself as one of those finishers. Like I said, like mm-hmm. I, the Mamba mentality was there last night. And you don't see that from any players in the league anymore. Would you say Luca's already a superstar, or would you say he's more of just kind of like a star that we've all just been expecting to kind of blossom into a superstar, but we haven't quite seen that moment yet? Is that where he's at right now? Like, we're about to see him blossom. He wins this Game 7 series, tied 3-3. You're going to go to Phoenix. Boom. Go get it. Yeah, probably so. In, in the same so. sense, is Devin Booker there, too? Because I feel like anytime you see – this is the conversations that I see on Twitter. That's why I'm asking you. It's like people look at Devin Booker and say, you've only had the success because of Chris Paul. And I don't really think that's as fair. Because Chris Paul did miss like a good chunk of this season. And Devin Booker was still very Exactly. Good. So it's like, why all of a sudden is it now, because of Chris Paul, like it takes away from what Devin Booker's been able to accomplish in Phoenix over the years of them winning 19 games to now winning you know, 63 in a season. Chris Paul wasn't very good the other night. No, he, well, he's just had the 10 assists and like 7 points. That's what we talked about. Yeah. It's like he's able to you know, just kind of take that back roll when needed, but at the same time he's still running the offense and just the flow of the game. Yeah, I mean, his impact doesn't always show up in the stat sheet uh, because even if he's getting like eight or nine assists and stuff like that, he still he does a very good job running the offense. Mm-hmm. With Luka, I do think he's a superstar. I think Devin Booker's still in the tier below him. I think Luka's probably a top-five player in the league. So, you're, I mean, I'm assuming you're going to go Giannis, Kevin Giannis. Durant, Luke, not Luka, but Jokic, Embiid, Luka. Yeah, yeah. I would probably put... LeBron in there over KD. Still, okay. I, I think KD is going to have a big fall off next year. He just he looks real old. I don't <laughs> he know. just needs to shave his head. If him <laughs> yeah. and LeBron would just shave their heads, I think we would just be like, you know what? All right, cool. <laughs> Might have a little bit more respect for you. you Stop trying so hard. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Do I need to send him a message? Be like, hey, guys, I've been there. I'm a lot younger than you. I've been there. Allegedly. I don't have the money. To pay for those like little hair plugs you got going on. And with LeBron, just like, get it's rid just, of them. It's not taking. You know, like a lot of guys will do the <laughs> hair plug thing, and it works for him, and that's fine. Or he does a little hair glue thing. You sweat too much, man. Yeah. The glue's not as adhesive and he, when there's sweat. He can't stay out of the spotlight. You know, some guys will be like, oh, I have to stay out of the spotlight for like three months while my hair grows in or whatever. He can't do it. And I think that's probably, I'm not a doctor, that's probably why his never takes. That's why Anthony Davis has to be like, fix the turf up there. Push that down. But, I, I, again, not a doctor. How old is LeBron? 37, 38? Yeah. Okay. He's maybe older than that. He's going into year 20. This is year 19. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Brady is year 22. 
Yeah. Yeah. I get those two. Yeah, next year we're going to see LeBron. Hashtag year 20. Hashtag kid from Akron. <laughs> Hashtag strive for greatness. Hashtag back to Cleveland. <laughs> this is what he's trying to do. Hashtag I'm home. Uh-huh. I've heard rumblings about uh, the Lakers looking at Doc Rivers even as their coach. Now that he's eliminated, they obviously have a coaching vacancy. Back to LA. It wasn't even fucking Frank Vogel's fault. <laughs> right. You guys are idiots. It's not the coach. <laughs> At least not that one. I don't Who know. was the coach right there before Steve Kerr in Mark Jackson? Yes. If he would have stayed, if they would have just gave him an extra year and he would have gone back to back on finals appearances, we'd be like, man, look at what the Warriors have done. This would be amazing. And Steve Kerr would still be on the freaking microphone. Yeah, I don't. I really. I don't think Steve Kerr made that much of an impact on different to what Mark Jackson was doing. If it's if I'm completely wrong, I want someone to tell me and show me like, like very specifically how coaches in the NBA impact the different teams and what the game plans are going into games night in and night out. I think so much about what coaches and managers do in baseball is managing those personalities and keeping guys there and motivated because like. You look at the roster, like, yeah, Steve Kerr's got a great roster. Mm-hmm. But I do think part of him is in his greatness is being able to manage those guys, keep everybody there, motivated, in-house. Like, Clay Thompson's never really thought about leaving. Draymond hasn't either. Like, they're all good, they're, and they're there. Or even, like, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson has had amazing talent around him the whole time. But mm-hmm. he was able to keep like guys like Dennis Rodman in check, even though he's – taking little weekend trips to Vegas, and Michael Jordan and all of his gambling. Scottie Pippen obviously had him some issues after watching The Last Dance. Or even like being able to keep Shaq and Kobe together. Or like Mike Tomlin in the NFL being able to keep Antonio Brown in check. (laughs) I I think that's what some of the greatness comes from, some of those NBA coaches. That's a very fair point. Look at me. Coaching personality more than you are actual players on the floor. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think he's like, hey, Steph, you know what you should do? Shoot a three. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Hey, you're really good at that. Just stay back yeah. here, my you, guy. Uh, you make most of those when you do that. So uh, maybe shoot a three next possession. All right, break on three and team. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's what you should do down there. You should also check out Club 609 for a great happy hour from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock every weekday. And also on Saturday, they have that special 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. Happy hour with two-for-one drink specials and $2 draft pours at Club 609. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lou. Be sure to visit them right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri at 1st in Main Street. They've been here for a while, so they know exactly what they're doing. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Again, that is downtownlube.com. And it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when. You're going to need your oil change or your tire service. Make sure you get that done and take care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. Uh, now a little something different that we've been trying out called Five for Friday. Uh, today we're going to rank our five best backups in the NFL, not of all time. Uh, I did see our guy Matt drop some pretty good ones earlier today. He had um, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Like Tony Romo, there's a bunch of them on there. Dak Prescott. Yeah, te- <laughs> technically, all backups at one point. Uh, but we're going to go with the current ones in the NFL. Uh, number one for me is going to be Baker Mayfield. I think he's still a backup, and I think it was Nick Wright that was talking about it this morning. I think the Browns might just kind of hang on to him, just to be like, just in case. Like, we're trying to figure out what's going on with Deshaun Watson. But if things don't go well... We still have Baker Mayfield, but he is a backup quarterback. I feel like that is a fair point, but I also think they're just waiting for a team to go, you know what, screw it, let's go get Baker. We don't want to deal with a question mark here at quarterback this year. It's just not going to happen. Like We've heard several people report it. Like None of these you know, NFL teams want to bail out the Browns for what they did. You go and sign Deshaun Watson while he's having court, and it's a fully guaranteed contract. Everyone's like, dude, fuck you guys. Now you've screwed us up for future contracts with our quarterbacks, and you still have a quarterback that you drafted four years ago. It's not our fault you decided to move on from it without officially moving on from it beforehand. You guys can sit there and pay both of them. It's your money. Have fun with it. And that's why I think teams are just waiting for him to get cut. I don't think he'll get traded. Yeah. 
Unless it's, you know, a, a pretty bad trade of like, hey, if we're going to pay this guy, we're not giving you a, a great draft pick in return. Like pre-draft, I thought you could maybe get a third rounder out of him. I don't know if you're getting that anymore. But I do. I have Baker as my top backup mm-hmm. so far. I still think he can play in the NFL. He's a pretty good quarterback. I don't know if he's going to embrace the backup role, but he's number one for me. Yeah, I mean, he's the same for me. Sorry, I got over here. Jonas Five Friday in the chat. <laughs> Just sorry, Jake. my imaginary friends is fifth one. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. My number one backup quarterback in the NFL right now is also Baker Mayfield. Everything you said, I agree with. Number two, though, for me was Andy Dalton. I think this is a guy who, again, we mentioned it the other day, where we we're talking about expansion teams in the NFL. I was like, eh, can we really afford to do that? There's not enough starting caliber quarterbacks in the league. I still think there's a part of Andy Dalton that can start. Now, you're probably not going to go win a Super Bowl with him, but he can still be the starting quarterback for your team and help you win football games. He's not going to be the reason you win them, but he's also not going to be the reason you lose them. I thought he played pretty well for the Cowboys. He's my number two backup quarterback as well. I like Andy Dalton, though. I Quite a bit, I think. This is a pro-Andy Dalton podcast. Yeah, I'm about the Red Rocket. And I, I, that was his nickname, correct? What? That was his nickname? What'd you say? The Red Rifle. <laughs> what the fuck was his nickname? <laughs> what did I just say? You said I'm yeah. all about the Red Rocket. <laughs> no, no, no. This is about to be really bad. <laughs> is there something you want to tell us about the Red Son Rocket? Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh, the Red my Rifle. God. <laughs> Whoops. Let that one slip, huh? I've been wondering what you've been doing with all that peanut butter. (laughs) No, stop it. Oh, my God. I can't believe I said that. Uh, I'm just over here trying to look up Andy Dalton's stats. (laughs) I love me some Red Rocket. (laughs) Whoops. Daisy. Big oof. (laughs) I'm embarrassed. I'm blushing over here. (laughs) You are. You're bright. You look sunburned all over again. Oh, I am so embarrassed. Uh, yeah, Andy Dalton in Dallas is pretty good. Uh, his QBR rating was like 46, but I think that he could be that bridge quarterback that a lot of teams need. Or, you know, eventually when the league expands, you're going to want guys like an Andy Dalton. Maybe not then because he's going to be too old. Uh, but I do. I like him. I had him as number two on my list. And I love that nickname. What What's it that they always call him? Uh, Red, Red Rifle is his nickname. <laughs> There's no rocket there. <laughs> right. Um, That's the first bad thing. That's <laughs> is that one or two for uh, you know Friday the Thirteenth? Things come up. Yeah, it might have been the first mistake. I don't know. What are the next two? Who's your third backup quarterback ranking right now in the NFL? Probably not super surprising. It's Jared Stidham. Hey, booyah! <laughs> I absolutely love this trade that the Raiders did. I don't think it's like big news. Noteworthy. I did have a lot of people tagging me in the post as if I didn't see all the tweets, but I, I did. Jared Stidham traded to the Raiders. I really like that move. I really like Jared Stidham still. I don't know that he's ever going to pan out and be anything special in the NFL, but I think it's a good move because you're bringing in another quarterback that knows your system. Remember, Josh McDaniels from New England, now in Las Vegas, just to even like help and mentor the quarterback room of like, yeah, this is what we've done. We've tried this stuff before. Yeah. I think it's a, a very underrated move. He's a young player too. He's cheap. You got him for next to nothing. And I still think he could play in the NFL. I mean, there is a possibility. And he's a great guy too, though. He's going to be a great help in the, in the locker room just to help the culture bring on like, Hey, this is what the Patriots go about things. This is kind of the way things are done. This is what we did over here. He's going to help Derek Carr. He's got a great personality. Again, got to interview him. At the Senior Bowl, the year that he was there, I believe it was the same year as Drew Locke. Um, so getting to talk to them, those were kind of you know some of the big names there at quarterback. So it, I think this is a good move for the Raiders. I am happy for him. It's going to be nice to see what he can do there, if, given the opportunity to play if Derek Carr does not stay healthy. The third backup quarterback for me, though, was Tyler Huntley. This is a guy that we kind of talked about last year was without Lamar Jackson playing. It was like, hey, this guy is actually kind of just as effective for the Ravens as Lamar Jackson is. You know, there's some things that kind of separate him. But at the same time, there's a possibility, you know, if Tyler Huntley had to go somewhere to play quarterback, he probably could. I like so I have him. I have him right there at number three for me. 
I liked him uh, to watch him run that offense. I thought he also did a, a really good job. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, if Lamar Jackson does get hurt again. There were a couple people saying, let Lamar walk. Let Tyler Huntley yeah. try it out. I don't remember who it was. Uh, one of the talking heads on probably ESPN, I think. Uh, I want to say it was Ryan Clark, but I don't know if that's true. Could have been somebody else. I think you might be right. But a lot of Tyler Huntley fans out there. Yeah. I'm one of them, too. Um, I thought he played very well when given the opportunity. And he was a guy that a lot of people liked coming out of Utah, but just didn't really get that opportunity in the NFL. We'll see if he ever does again. But I, I like Tyler Huntley. That's your third one. Uh, fourth yep. one, uh, I'm going to mix up my order a little bit here. Uh, I'm going with Trey Lance. As a backup. As a backup. Ooh, Matt's pissed. <laughs> and that's why I, I put him on here. I think he is going to be the backup quarterback in San Francisco, and that's why you'll also not find Jimmy G on my list. I think he's going to be the starter, <laughs> and I don't understand it. But I also think for the 49ers, I don't know. I don't understand it. They also, if they don't play Trey Lance, they need to be roasted for that draft pick, just like everybody does for the Packers and saying, uh, you drafted Jordan Love in the first round. You're not playing him. Blah 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 blah. Wasted pick. This is one of the worst picks of all time. All that shit that you say about Green Bay. Take the same statements, times it by two. Yep. Because if you don't play Trey Lance in San Francisco, you traded a shitload of picks to get him. Drafted him at number three overall, and the dude's just riding the bench. Yep. So that should be very embarrassing for the San Francisco 49ers if that is what happens. I like Trey Lance. I believe I had him as my QB, too, right behind Trevor Lawrence in that draft class. That's how much I like him. I want to see him on the field. But as of right now, I think he's a backup. That's why he comes in at number four for me. And if you are a San Francisco 49ers fan, you have got to be stressing about that because you just, I don't know, I don't want to see you salvage the rest of the franchise here coming up. I was like, man, you gave up a lot of picks to go get this guy. And if he's not your future, you're toast. Number four for me, though, was Teddy Bridgewater. I think this is a guy – who, again, could be a starting quarterback somewhere in the NFL if need be. That's why we have these guys here at the backup, but I also do think... in Miami? Uh, yes. Miami. So he'll probably be starting at some point, but that's just part of it. So Teddy Bridgewater at number four. Again, if there's an expansion team, I do think you could look at these backups that we have here. And it's like, these guys could all be starting on one of those teams. Yeah. Teddy B, I think he's one of the, he's a good mentor. Type role. I am over him being a starter. Like, I'm glad he's not going somewhere else. Like, when he went to Denver, it just annoyed me more than anything. Because, like, just give Drew Locke an opportunity. Like, it can't be that much worse than Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, and even uh, Brooks asking the chat, is Geno Smith or Drew Locke the better backup? When you look at uh, our lads, it shows Geno Smith as a starter. Really? Drew Locke as the backup, yeah. And I was kind of confused by it and just left it alone, so I didn't put either of them on here, so... Mm -hmm. I would assume Drew Locke is the starter, but you know what? I did that last year in Denver. Yeah. I just I thought he would be the starter. I thought he was going to be the guy, and they'd give him an opportunity. I know the Seahawks have really talked him up a lot so far, so I, I don't know. He was in their little uh, schedule release prank. I don't know if you were able to see that one. It was pretty good, though. They pranked their players of like – Oh, I, I didn't watch the video, but I saw it coming like out. Like an absolute yeah. awful schedule of like they had to play on Thanksgiving – and they had to travel to Germany and didn't get a bye week afterwards. And the player's like, what? Like, this can't be real. And I I actually was talking to one of their players, and he was like, you should see the shit that they didn't put out there. Because <laughs> they were losing their mind and, like, were very pissed. And were like, this is bullshit. This is not fair. This is rigged against us. All kinds of stuff. And they didn't show. All we need the unedited version. Yeah, you got to see like the playful version of like, oh yeah. shucks, this is inconvenient. Ah, oh, <laughs> darn it! Dad, not darn it. the true story. <laughs> My last backup quarterback, I think, is the obvious one. You got to have Chase Daniel out here. <laughs> that man is living the dream. I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure where he plays. I think he's a Charger still. I don't mm-hmm. care. Uh, he's he's on my list for forever. He's such a. I don't even know good backup i don't know if he's a good mentor in the, the quarterback room. he's just I a fucking role model man just that's yeah. what like if kids not sure what the they American want to grow dream. up to be you go be chase daniel son uh-huh yeah balled out at mizzou yeah 
Number one player there. Freaking legend. He and I'm sure that when Chase Daniel returns to like so many of these cities, because like, I've seen it in Kansas City, mm-hmm. he's still kind of like like a legend there. Like people are like, oh my god, that's Chase Daniel. And Kansas City might be a little bit different because of the Mizzou thing. But I still bet like if he goes to Detroit or he's in Philly, people are like, fuck yeah, Chase Daniel. He's the dude. But it was like, like even the excitement when he was a backup in Kansas City. I was like, yeah, there's fucking Chase Daniel right there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Dude's not as big as you would think he is. No. But... He blends in. Yeah. He's about a six-foot-tall, chubby Midwestern guy. <laughs> he blends in. Yes, he does. In Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, you're white with a beard? Hi. So is everyone else. <laughs> That's Chase Daniel. Yeah, you're exactly right. Next up, though, my fifth quarterback back up here in the NFL is Tyrod Taylor. This is just another one of those guys where, again, just the opportunities didn't really pan out for him, but he kind of got screwed over in a lot of them too. Like you'd go to a team to be the starting quarterback, and they'd have a rookie, or you know they would just puncture your lung right before the start of the season, and you just kind of got screwed over there. But Tyrell Taylor, I do think he's a good backup. I think he's an ex- exceptional leader in the locker room too. A lot of people respect him around the league. Dude's got to be a top five backup for me. I really like him too. He's another guy that I've just rooted for. I loved him at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. And then I thought he could be like a dude in the NFL. I was kind of wrong. Do you know where he's at right now? No, I don't. I was he's in New York up. for the Giants. He might play something. He might play the sheet. <laughs> yeah. He does a good job of doing that, too. Like, I'm going to go to the Browns. You guys have a rookie quarterback coming in. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Texans, the Chargers, now New York. <laughs> he's, he's he's made his way around. The field. He's been he has literally been everywhere in the league and the country. Been right. to Cleveland, been to Los Angeles, been to Houston, like you said. He's in Buffalo too. Now you're with the Giants. He was a Raven. The Ravens, yeah. Yeah. Man, I forgot he was with the Ravens. Holy cow. How, he's like he's thirty. Did he start out with the Ravens? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, he's thirty two. I mean, I think he could stay in the league for a while. He's kind of Chase Daniel himself. Like they've got a little thing going. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do like him. And I he's probably another one of those guys that's just really good in the quarterback room. That's mm-hmm. gonna actually like take on that mentor role. And again, that's how these guys extend their career. There, there's no reason really for Tyrod Taylor to be so playing so many seasons in the NFL, but he has. Part of it is because he's able and willing to take on that mentor role and say, "Yep, I'm good. I'm going to go to New York. They want me to help Daniel Jones." But guess what? Daniel Jones actually sucks, and I'm going to get to play a little bit. Hey, so he might have the better gig than Chase Daniel. He might. He actually gets to go out there and play every once in a while. <laughs> I get an opportunity to get yelled at by the media. You don't, all right? So get him some of that. What about Chad Haney? I know we're, we're Chiefs fans, but throwing it out there. This is a guy who's come in and helped the Chiefs win in, like, big moments to kind of keep mm-hmm. them going. Should we put a little bit more respect on his name there as a backup? I, I just don't like him. For some reason, I don't either, but he's never done anything wrong. Yeah, and I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm also a Texas fan, and they have Shane Bouchelle on their roster. Yeah. I want to see him be the backup. <laughs> so like I Chad Henney, He did like, look good last year in the preseason. Yeah, even in like some of these blowouts that he's come in for the Chiefs, I've wanted to see it be Shane Bouchelle. Yeah. Which I, he's probably not even ever on the active roster for it to be possible. But Chad Henney's he's 36 early. years old. He went to Michigan, correct? Gets drafted by Jacksonville. Doesn't really work out. Shocker. Then you go to Miami. Still doesn't really work out. And ever since then, you've just kind of been a backup. He was drafted by the Dolphins and then went. Excuse me. Yes, thank you. Flip that around. But, like, still a pretty good life. 36 years old and you're still a backup in the NFL. And you got a Super Bowl ring. And he's another one of those guys with the backup quarterback. The most popular guy in town. He's kind of, he's kind of worshipped. Yeah, anything is possible is what they say. Uh huh. I, I am getting tired of that. That's getting. A I am old. as well. Um, it was it was a funny joke. Now ha, people ha, are kind of ruining it. Like stop telling it so many times. Uh, but he's he's up there, I guess. I, he looks like the kind of guy that's going to be a coach in the NFL, like in the next four years. He'll probably be on Andy Reid's staff. It's like some <laughs> quarterback consultant. Yeah. Or maybe in four years, it might not be Andy Reid's staff. It might not be. I'd be Chad Henney. 
Is he the future? Ooh, I've been saying Mike Kafka the whole time. He left. Chad <laughs> Hitty in. Kafka out. Hitty Anything in. is possible. Let's go, baby. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Are there other backup quarterbacks that stand out to you? I think we pretty much got them all. Uh, Gardner Minshew in oh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Tyler Heineke. Yeah, I kind of. I probably should have put him on my list. I'm surprised you didn't put uh, Henny on your list, actually. Yeah, dude. Man, Gardner Minshew. Two years ago, people were talking about like he needs to be a starter. They were fucking talking about it last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in Jacksonville, <laughs> fucking Jacksonville. Well, when he they made the trade, didn't they trade him to Philadelphia? <clears throat> yeah, and it was like, ooh, he could be the, the quarterback here. Like, no, yeah. it's not. That, but that was the thing. Like, oh, in Jacksonville, like we're not naming a starter, blah blah blah, all yeah. that stuff. And even like in, they were, what are they splitting preseason games? Like Minshew's going to get one, Lawrence mm-hmm. is going to get one. And then they traded him to Philly, and then same thing in Philly. Like, oh, is he going to be the starter here? Here's a name I forgot about. Case Keenum. I didn't know he was still in the league. He's with Buffalo. That yeah. is a great spot for him. Ryan Fitzpatrick, another? Yeah. Uh, Brian Hoyer's been in the league for forever. Yeah. Is he still in New England? Yep. I mean, at this point, just label him what he is. He's a coach. Stop letting him take up a roster spot. Yeah. You just drafted Bailey Zappi. That's a fair point. Yeah. Find a closet or an extra office space. Put Brian <laughs> Hoyer in there because that's what he is. You can let him pad up if you want for practices. I don't think he's seeing the field anytime soon. Uh, Bryce put it in the chat earlier too, I think. Um, that you know, Looking back at the draft, remember how upset people were about the rumors that the Niners were going to draft Mac Jones. Might be regretting that now. Might, yeah, it's probably still a little bit early to tell. But, I mean, if Trey Lance can't get on the field and Mac Jones, I know a lot of people like to laugh at him. He's pretty solid. He was a fucking Pro Bowler last year. Yeah. Which, Pro Bowl, and eh, like, a lot of people make the Pro Bowl, but he he did it as a rookie. In the AFC, pretty damn good quarterbacks over there. Some of them were like, yeah, I'm not going. But <laughs> he still did. He didn't make it. If so, you're Pro Bowl, you're a Pro Bowler. Who cares if you dropped out ahead of you? There yeah, might be right? ten guys that said, I'm not going. You still accepted it, and you were there. Mm-hmm. Pro yeah. Bowl. You got to play. That's and on your Hall of Fame resume, my guy. Exactly. And you do contract stuff, mm-hmm. too. They're going to look at him and be like, yeah, he made a Pro Bowl. There you go. Uh, he was probably pretty high up there for even Rookie of the Year stuff. Yeah. Who did win that last year? That's a great question. Uh, Jamar it had Chase. To be, yeah, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Surely. Right. Should have been. Uh, if it wasn't, but I think it was. Uh, all right, I think that's it for us today, though. We appreciate you guys joining us, as always, uh, creating those little burner accounts. Cracks that's, me up. You guys uh, are so funny. <laughs> do hope Happy you, Friday the 13th, everybody. Hope you have a wonderful Friday the 13th. Big country. Like, just good luck is what I want to say to you as we end the show today. I appreciate I, it. It's just a number. You tell me that all the time. Age is just a number. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what we're not about to start. <laughs> the 13 is this it's guy. a number on the calendar. It doesn't even mean anything. Yep. Who cares that it's Friday? I'm sure that there's nothing going to sneak up behind you or hide in the back of your car or even like be at a graduation that you're going to later today. So like, don't even worry about it. You're fine. <laughs> Okay, we know that it's at 2 o'clock and where it is, but it's fine. You'll be okay. We thank you guys for joining us today, though. Big Country and I will be back at it on Monday, 10 a.m. right here in the Call and App. We appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you then.